welcome to today's episode of A Journey to Loving Yourself, a podcast that guides you on a journey of rediscovering who you truly are so you can love yourself and the world around you unconditionally. Hey, I'm Fran and I'm on an amazing journey of self-love. A big part of this journey has been realising that love was always there. It's just a case of removing any blocks that were preventing me from loving myself. This journey has inspired me to help people rediscover that love within themselves because self-love really is the key to a happy life. And my name is Andrew. After undergoing a significant spiritual awakening, I found what I have always been looking for, the unconditional peace, love and joy of remembering the truth of who I am and the truth of existence. This is the only truth there is, that there is only oneness, awareness or love. I'm now dedicating my life to helping as many people as possible to remember this truth so that you too can experience this incredible discovery. We are so excited to be on this journey with you, offering you advice, tools and exercises to find love once again within yourself. If you enjoy this podcast, we would be super grateful if you could like, rate and review it. You can find us on Instagram at at surrendercommunity and at fearlessly.me.now. We also have a mailing list if you would like to receive exclusive discounts and be kept up to date with events and courses. Just find the link in the episode description. We hope you enjoy the episode. everyone welcome to this week's episode what's been the highlight of your week i think this week has been quite intense in terms of some of the energies i'm processing so i think just the times when i've just been able to relax and recharge but also you know having your support and claire's support as i'm going through a bit of a challenge so that's that's been nice nice to be on the other end you know oh But yes, it's refreshing to hear because naturally, I think we all go through these ups and downs. And what's been the highlight of your week? I would say the highlight of my week has been I went shopping with my mum and brother last week and I really enjoyed that. This week, our theme is female and male challenges with self-love. So would you like to kick us off today? Yeah, I just wanted to say this kind of opening statement. So the aim of this episode is not to compete on who has it harder, men or women. It's to discuss the gender-specific challenges that men and women have and to offer solutions to those challenges. We also aim to help men understand things from the woman's perspective and help women understand things from the man's perspective. Understanding and acceptance is the road to love. We want to unite men and women and end the division that society has created between men and women. It's it's important that with this episode, we want to highlight the different challenges we have faced with self-love as a woman versus a man. And while these may not be the same for everyone and are not necessarily linked to gender... We think there is value in highlighting the different challenges because ultimately it will help us to better understand each other and have more compassion and empathy for each other. 
Yeah, I mean, these are more generalizations. Of course, it doesn't apply to everyone. However, these are generalizations. I mean, they, they do apply to a lot of people. And I'm sure while listening to this, some of it will resonate. That's it. I'm sure many people will be able to relate to what we're saying. And we're, yeah. we're pretty much just talking from our own experiences, aren't we? Yeah, and observing others. Yeah. When you hear the term self-love... I think naturally people would picture a woman going to a spa or having a hot bath. It's not a term that is typically associated with men. So I wanted to ask you, Andrew, how did you first come to know what true self-love is and what challenges, perhaps like on this theme, have you faced? Well, I enjoy a spa as well, so I don't think it's uh, <laughs> specific to women. But... Um, I would say one of the biggest challenges that men face is that there is a subconscious disgust that a lot of women and even men themselves have with men. And I understand where this disgust has come from. Throughout history, there have been countless men that have been aggressive, barbaric, egoic, mean, lustful, ruthless, greedy, selfish, not empathetic or compassionate, etc. And so the human collective generally associates men with feelings of disgust. And it's up to each man to prove himself otherwise. I myself feel this every day. And it's, it's subtle, so subtle that most people are not actually aware of this. Even I had this subconscious disgust of men. And so already for just being a man, you'll feel quite unloved. The opposite of loved, in fact. And when you feel like you disgust everyone... It is extremely hard to love yourself. The evidence that men are so detached from love is that most men cannot even say the word love. Not many people have heard the words I love you from a man that isn't their partner. The very word makes a lot of men's skin crawl. This is because love is subconsciously seen as some sort of weakness by men. Love makes you vulnerable in the eyes of men, and men feel like they must appear strong and that nothing can break them. Men feel like this because they want to be the person that everyone can count on to help protect and deal with issues, and so it comes from a place of love. However, if they appear as weak in any way, they are afraid people will not love them as much because they will not be seen as the ones that can protect and deal with challenges. And women, of course for instance, want to feel safe, and so they prefer to be with someone who they feel can protect them better. Same with children, and same just generally, any person wants to feel like the people around them uh, help, help them feel safer. Men also tend to have much bigger egos than women. This is because society encourages all men to compete with each other in many different ways, whether it's for wealth, physical strength and endurance, status, popularity, power, how funny they are, how loved they are by women, the size of the man's penis, you name it. A man competes in all these categories. So much of a man's focus in life is on what he can achieve and how he can beat other men in some way. Achieving goals is what the ego wants to do with life. While it's more accepted by society, for a woman to be a stay-at-home parent, for instance, there is not as much 
pressure to achieve many things or earn as much wealth or be as powerful or physically strong. And so men who aren't as physically strong as others or as wealthy or as loved by women or as popular or in a position of high status or power, they feel like they are not worthy of love. There is this feeling that a man is not good enough just being themselves. They have to earn love by working hard in many ways. They have to achieve many things in order to be seen in a good light. What's more, men have intentionally not been taught how to appropriately deal with emotions. And a man's weaknesses are anger and lust. These two forces can easily take over a man and lead him to do things that he later regrets. And so many men don't love themselves because they feel they are not worthy of love due to the things they were led to do by anger and by lust. But it must be understood that if someone hasn't been taught how to properly deal with emotions, which is pretty much 95% of the population, then they only have two options. Either they project the emotion outwards or they suppress it. Sexual assault or aggressive behaviour are both examples of projection. But suppression is not a good alternative either because A. Suppressed emotion leads to ill health and B. When you suppress, the energy of the emotion doesn't go away. It's stored in your energetic system and each suppressed emotion adds to that storage. All these emotions build up until eventually, at some point, all your suppressed emotions come to the surface where they can't be suppressed any longer and you end up projecting on an even bigger scale. So what are men meant to do if they don't know how to deal with emotions? So this is important for women to understand, uh, particularly, but also men to understand of themselves and not to hate themselves just because they were overtaken by anger and lust. It's important to understand this. So I'd say those are the main challenges to self-love that men face. What do you think the main challenges are for the women? So as a woman, I have struggled with a lack of self-love, which has presented itself in many ways, like low self-esteem, people-pleasing, perfectionism, etc. So many forms. And it is such a common occurrence in so many women I come across at retreats, workshops, EFT sessions, the lot. And I think as women, we... We're taught to love others first, or it's like our role is to nurture and take care of everybody else before we take care of ourselves. And what I've seen a lot is that women don't know how to love themselves. It's almost like loving others first is the default, but loving yourself is either, well, in some cases I've seen that's frowned upon. It's like... Loving yourself is being arrogant. And I would say, actually, for a long time, I had that fear that taking steps to love myself was going to be perceived as being arrogant or being selfish. Similar to what you said on the comparison and competition theme. I think we've done a whole podcast episode on it, haven't we? But particularly with women, we are measured on the way we look. And I know it's been easy to feel that how much you are worthy of love is equivalent to how beautiful you are and it's or how you how beautiful you feel. And that is so ridiculous. But I remember in school 
my friends setting up a website where you would rate different girls so they would upload pictures and people would rate out of 10 like their favorite and it was just so horrible it's like rating you on like even as a teenager how when you are so self-conscious as well being compared to other women and rated on it it was just a horrible thing and further perpetuates that low self-esteem and feeling like you're not worthy of love and that's kind of what everyone's doing on social media really isn't they you know comparing each other and likes and dislikes well I don't know if they do dislikes anymore I'm not on uh, (laughs) social media that much yeah I Um, guess you could say dating apps as well yeah in in a way but not so blatantly but social media like those who appear more beautiful I imagine would get more likes than those who aren't am am I right yes yeah yeah, I guess you're right so our society is kind of set up isn't it to make us all feel like we're competing with each other when your self-love is linked to your looks it's just an awful place to be really because Mm. it's conditional love for starters I imagine you feel constantly pressured to do what you can to ensure your looks are kept up you know like I imagine not wanting to leave the house without makeup for instance or or making sure your hair's done really nice or um you know all these that your legs have to be shaved and things like that yeah there's so much pressure there's yeah a lot of pressure to do that all the time and it's difficult because we had this conversation before and it it just kind of depends what your aim is is your aim to get love from outside of yourself and if so as women you're going to try and make yourselves look as beautiful as possible all the time however if your aim is to just feel good within yourself then you just do what feels good sometimes that might be like looking nice according to how you view nice not according to how other people view nice and sometimes you might just feel like you want to let go a bit you know and not be so not so anal about your uh, <laughs> looks all the time and you allow yourself the freedom to relax yeah and it, that comes back to the whole not really knowing how to love themselves because they think that a way the only way perhaps to receive love is to to meet societal expectations of what is deemed beautiful but that's where the shift needs to happen the shift inwards to find love rather than looking outside of yourself but a question that will probably be asked is so does the woman who loves herself has found love from within herself does she just not care about her appearance that much well no because when you do feel good within yourself you you radiate beauty and it's not like you just don't make any effort at all but it does mean that you are living from your truth and you're living from your own idea of beauty you're not doing it in order to meet others expectations so one example I would say is you know when women kind of get all this plastic surgery and I'm not saying that that's necessarily wrong but you see I don't know you've seen some women get boob jobs where the boobs are just like ridiculously big and it it must cause them so much discomfort but they're doing that because I think they feel that that is what Mm. will 
get them love or attention from men when you just are happy within yourself and when I talk about this I really picture this woman that I saw at medicine festival she was dancing on her own I was just watching her in the crowd and she was just radiating beauty and she had this like very simple green dress on I don't think she was wearing much makeup but she was wearing like nice jewelry and stuff and she was just dancing in such a beautiful way and it I could just tell that she was not doing that for anybody else she was just doing that from herself from a place of pure love pure joy and that was to me just a wonderful example where I saw that embodied in someone yeah it's a good point true beauty comes from within and I've definitely seen that where these women who are radiating just joy and and just love and have a, clearly have a high vibration you can just sense and feel their beauty you, they they know they don't need like makeup or boob jobs or or to wear certain clothes and things like that you can just feel their beauty and it's just very infectious or, yeah 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 it's energetic isn't it you yeah. just feel that energy someone's energy is always the best indicator of of their the love within themselves and mm. how how much self-love they have so you mentioned that there's a lot of pressure on men to achieve and i would say that actually women do experience the same level of pressure perhaps in different areas i know that typically or traditionally there's been more pressure on men to be the main breadwinners but for women there's so much pressure to be doing things all the time and I've found that myself that it's a challenge a challenge at times to be comfortable with relaxing and not doing anything and so I again feel this is a societal thing where it's this hustle culture where you're supposed to be doing the nine-to-five job but then having a side hustle at the same time and then bringing up your family being the best mum you can be being the best friend going on all these trips I don't know I think women also feel a significant level of pressure to be doing it all there's a lot more pressure on them to do housework isn't there and cooking and um, while things are changing in that respect and but yeah, it, traditionally there has been so much pressure on them for those household duties and having it all. Yeah, well, it, it, that didn't used to be the case, but women wanted to be like men, you know. They wanted equality, they wanted to taste their own success and, and wealth and things like that. Women just want the freedom to have the same choices. They don't want to be like men, they just want the freedom to have the same opportunities available. Yeah, I understand. Um, but generally, it's still women that get stuck with the burden of bringing up the children and doing the housework. Um, burden? Things. Uh, well, a lot of women see it as a burden, right? Um, but, and and men don't tend to <laughs> participate as much in those things, generally. And so... You know, you're right. It, like, if you could share those equally, and you could also share the, you know, the achievements equally as well. However, what tends to be the case, from what I've seen, 
um, is that women still do the great majority of the housework, uh, the bringing up the family, and they also want the opportunities. And so, you know, they they are, you know, um, they feel like they have to be able to do it all. But what I'm saying is, if a woman did decide that she just wanted to be a housewife, then this isn't looked down upon. Uh, it's not. It's not looked down upon in the same way as a man who uh, doesn't achieve much. Let's say. Would you agree with that? I feel some women would feel that they would be judged if they chose to be a housewife and not work. But. But judged by other women, though. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Mm. I'm not sure on that one. Yeah. But yeah, I agree there would probably be more judgment towards a guy if he chose to be a house husband. Something else you mentioned was about emotions and how we aren't properly, or men, you were saying, aren't taught how to deal with them. And yeah, that's very much the case for women too. But I do feel for men in the sense that it's not so easy for men to even express their emotions is it it's mm. it can be frowned upon or it can be seen as weak which is just not the case at all i do feel there is a shift happening on that note but it is currently way more acceptable for women to show their emotions isn't it so it would be great to see a shift and people just yeah being taught how how to process your emotions which we will continue to talk about as long as as long as we can to to help people on that yeah i guess in terms of emotions the thing that women might have a block you can correct me if i'm wrong to self-love is um i guess women are more emotional generally uh, i know men have anger and lust that's the big ones but generally they're not other than that they're not as emotional um whereas women you know any emotion you you kind of express and obviously with you know your cycles and things like that it does bring with it more emotions and do you feel like uh you're not do you feel like being seen as emotional too emotional is uh something that blocks self-love like do you love yourself less when you believe that you are just a really emotional person or well when you added too emotional to that <laughs> i in instantly your, had in that eyes. flip in my mind because i was like well when people say too emotional or a lot of the time people men <laughs> would say that in the sense that it's a negative thing but i don't see being emotional as a negative thing at all as you said women are naturally more emotional beings and we express emotions a lot more and i wouldn't say that it blocks me to loving myself i really see emotions as there to help us at the end of the day so they're highlighting something to us and if we know how to process and observe our emotions in a healthy way, then they don't need to be seen as negative and they don't need to hold us back from loving ourselves in any way. 
I think essentially we can see them as tools to help us understand our thoughts and our behaviors and where we are in life more. Yeah, I, I would say it's actually a, a gift that we are emotional beings because it enables us to connect and have compassion and more empathy with people. Mm. Yeah, true. Two other points that have come to me about perhaps blocks uh, women have to self-love. Firstly, is that particularly with women, they view, as we say, their appearance. That's very linked to their value and self-love. And also like sex in general. Um, And so it seems like whenever, if you're not receiving as much sex, then you take it as perhaps I'm not as loved, like more so than I'd say a man, right? Or generally our society does link sex with love, but because women have been taught to derive a lot of their value from their physical beauty and they're there to like bear children and things like that, you know, the old old school values, then I think it kind of hits harder with, with women. And so if you're not receiving sex or if not many people are, wanting to have sex with you then um, is that do you feel less loved it's an interesting point and I agree that yes we I, I definitely used to have the belief that sex was the highest expression of love so yeah I would agree that that's something if you are still in a place as a woman where you feel your love is linked to your beauty and your looks and men's interest in you then ultimately it would feel like a rejection of you Mm. but I would also say for men because men there seems to be this massive drive in men to pursue women or conquer women as you so awfully put it (laughs) that's not my word no I (laughs) I would never say no so I imagine men might experience a similar feeling of rejection since they probably experience a lot of rejection from women in that area. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously it's a rejection either way, but I guess men are kind of more used to it and we kind of expect it and it's a kind of a surprise if it's not a rejection, I'd say. Uh, whereas women, I think gain more attention from men than men get from women I guess yeah Um, the other point is I know being from a Christian background but also as you know born in a country where very heavily Muslim and just seeing religions in general uh, women seem to be looked down upon in religions I know in the in Islam Christianity Uh, Judaism they're based on this um, story that's uh, not been told correctly but that's a story for another day of uh, Adam and Eve and that's what all those religions are based on you know those three that I mentioned and it's the first thing that's talked about in each of those religions Adam and Eve and basically the story is Adam was supposedly told by God not to eat from a fruit. And then Eve did was tempted to eat 
from the fruit, uh, the fruit, the forbidden fruit. And she, she then convinced Adam to eat the fruit and then they were both punished. And so as a result of that, I know this is a big con contributing factor. It's not the only factor, but as a result of this story that has been mistold, uh, women are looked down upon as if they are the ones that have caused this, all the sin in the world, all the denseness and evil is because Eve took took the forbidden fruit first and then persuaded Adam to eat it. Uh, and also just seeing how women are treated in in religions, uh, definitely looked upon as second class citizens and men are the men are the heads um men are the ones that make all the decisions and stuff and women just kind of follow and they're just there to <laughs> bear children and do the housework and things like that um and they somehow link it to that's what god wants <laughs> which is ridiculous so um yeah i i just wanted to highlight that as perhaps another block to self-love you know if you're someone who isn't a religion who or who has been brought up in a particular religion you might have that negative religious programming where you look down upon yourself as not good enough or you or as a sinner you know as a result of what eve supposedly did yeah thank you for sharing it makes me sad when you hear that because it's just no wonder so many women just find it hard to love themselves when you have these outside sources and all this preconditioning that implies that they're second class which is just absolutely ridiculous hmm. so the way we value men and women in our society women by beauty and men by strength and achievements is very animalistic this is what the animals do we are meant to be more evolved than the animals Beyond these temporary male and female characters we are playing is the same consciousness, the same love. We are all equally valuable. We all offer creation something unique. We all vibrate at a unique frequency. Let us see beyond a woman's looks to see the unique beauty within her. To all the women listening, you are equally loved no matter what your physical appearance may be. Let's see beyond a man's physical stature and achievements to see the unique beauty within him. To all men listening, you are equally loved, no matter what your physical stature and what you have achieved in life. This doesn't mean that every woman will be equally sexually attracted to every man and every man equally sexually attracted to women, every woman. But sexual attraction is a physical phenomenon. Sex is not love. Love is something far grander. You can deeply love someone, but not be sexually attracted to them. And as we know, you can have sex with someone you don't love. But in our society, we have been programmed to reduce the amount of love we have for another if we are not as sexually attracted to them. As you take off the layers of disguises you have been holding onto, including the disguise of being a man or woman, you will discover an incredible love that has been hiding within you. Once you discover this love, then you won't care how others will see you, as you will not be needing love from them. So, as always, the answer to all these gender-specific challenges to love is to remember who you really are. Now, we've talked about emotions, 
So to know how to appropriately deal with guilt, anger, fear, lust, or any emotion for that matter, here are a few different things you can do that we offer. Number one, you can book an EFT session with Fran. EFT is Emotional Freedom Technique, also known as tapping, and it's a process by which you are tapping on different points on your body while tuning into an emotion and it basically helps you release that emotion from your body because when we suppress emotions we end up storing them in our energy system and I encourage you to be proactive about releasing any emotions from your energy system. So that's one great option. Another great option is you can book a spiritual guidance session with me through my website and I can coach you how to deal with an emotion. I also have a free guided meditation which you can do, which will help you process any emotion. And lastly, in my first book called The Key to 5D, Level 1, there is a whole chapter dedicated to talking about emotions and how to deal with them. So we will put a link to all these things in the description so that now you have no excuse. <laughs> nice. Do you have any jokes on this subject? I do, yeah. There's quite a few jokes that I found, but some of them, I guess, some people might not class as appropriate. So I, I chose the safer one. <laughs> um, you can message us to ask for the uh, so-called inappropriate ones if you want. <laughs> so first one. A guy walks into a library and asks the librarian, do you have that book for men with small penises? The librarian looks on our computer and says, I don't know if it's in yet. The man replies, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> if men call short women petite, what do women call short men? Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> well, thank you if you've made it this far. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you for existing.